0: Glory, 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 glory. Welcome to another episode of Grace and Faith Podcast. Thank you for listening in. I pray that as we look into God's Word, our eyes of understanding are further enlightened, our minds are renewed, and our lives are transformed. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Today, I'll be speaking on the topic, discernment recognizing what is really true discernment recognizing what is really true it was Charles Spurgeon that said discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong it is knowing the difference between right and almost right the key word there is almost discernment is knowing the difference between right and almost right so it can appear to be right but really it is not right it can appear to be true but really it is not true and and that's the reason for the topic discernment recognizing what is really true and this is very important because of what paul wrote in second corinthians chapter 11 2nd Corinthians chapter 11 verse 13 to verse 15 For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, It is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. So, discernment is key, discernment is important because we have an enemy who has the ability to transform himself from being an angel of darkness to becoming an angel of light. And he has men, ministers, who are false apostles, false prophets, who turn themselves or transform themselves into apostles of Christ, into prophets of Christ. For what purpose? To deceive. To deceive. So if the believer is not discerning, then he can be deceived. So Paul said that Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light and so the only way to be able to track him and to be able to recognize that this is not of god this is the devil is to be discerning is to work in discernment that is when we'll be able to recognize what is really true failure to do that is opening up ourselves to the devil's deception to his lie to be to be ensnared by his tricks. Hallelujah. But this is not God's purpose for us. This is not God's plan for us. It's God's plan for us to be discerning. It's God's plan for us to walk in discernment. So as a believer, if you are going to work in discernment and be able to recognize truth and not go with falsehood, two things to watch out for. Two things. Number one, refuse to be carried away with anything spectacular or supernatural. That's number one. Refuse to be carried away with anything spectacular or supernatural. I've said that before in previous episodes and I'll say it again. That it is spectacular does not mean it is of God. It can even be supernatural it does not mean it is from God. And so there is a need to be discerning. But if you are carried away by anything that appears supernatural, anything that appears um, spectacular, then you won't be able to discern. You open yourself to be deceived. Look at Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, i read verse 16 to verse 18. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl Possessed with the spirit of divination met us, Who brought our masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and horse, And cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, Who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, Turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. What do we see here? A slave girl possessed by the spirit of divination, giving accurate words concerning Paul and his team. What she said was spot on. It was correct. She said that these men are servants of the Most High God. And they have come to proclaim the way of salvation. You know, if it's this generation, if it's this now, we want to feel good like a man of God. Hmm, somebody is bearing witness to who I am. But that spirit through which she spoke of is not of God. So Paul was not carried away with the fact that she was saying the right thing. Paul was able to discern that this is not of God. Please listen to this. That it is right, that it is accurate, does not mean it is of God. The devil does not mind giving you accurate words just to later deceive you and ensnare you. This is how believers yield to seducing spirits. Yes, there is what is called seducing spirits. If you read 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy and chapter 4 verse 1 Bible says now the Spirit expertly says that in latter times some would depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils uh, <laughs> I've heard someone say that um, you know it's girls or women that normally have seducing spirits like When they discover that they are getting attracted lustfully to a lady, they will say the lady has a seducing spirit. That's not true. It is the person that is being lustfully attracted to somebody that lacks self-control. There It is is no seducing spirit there. (laughs) Amen. What is seducing spirit? According to the scripture, it is an evil spirit that seeks to deceive you just to put you under the bondage of the devil and how does it work the seducing spirit it will offer you something that is true initially something that is accurate initially but at the end of it you become under the influence of that spirit and that spirit is not able to ensnare you and manipulate you And this is how believers get into the hands of false prophets, false apostles. Because they meet somebody and then the person gives them that accurate word, that specific word for the situation of their life. And they're like, wow, this must be a man of God. They lack discernment. They lack discernment. That is why you must, that's why the first point is not to be carried away by anything spectacular or supernatural. Don't be carried away. Be discerning. If it is not of God, you will know, even if it is right, and then it's the uh, the prophecy of the word of knowledge is accurate. If it is not of God, you will know on your inside, and you should reject it. Don't flow with it. If you flow with it, you yield yourself to that seducing spirit, and in a matter of time, that spirit will have an influence over your life. And that's why it will see some people are addicted to a particular prophet in quotes and people like this guy is a false prophet how come you're addicted it's because at some point at the beginning it didn't appear false it was it's good it's nice it's accurate and they're also doing it in the name of jesus you see that's why see bible said that the satan transform uh, the satan transformed himself to angel of light it doesn't come as angel of darkness His apostles don't come as apostles of Satan. They come as apostles of Christ. But they are just false. So they will do things in the name of Jesus. They will say things in the name of the Lord. Yet they are false. And so the way to be able to discern is not to be carried away by the spectacular supernatural. But by knowing within you, by the witness within you, if these things are true or not. The Bible says by their fruit you shall know them. So you can see that are there fruit of righteousness in these ministers? If not, it's a red light, irrespective of the supernatural or the spectacular that you're saying. So a believer cannot be somebody that's just running after the supernatural, running after the spectacular. You can't be if you if you do so, then you will not be able to work in discernment. Hallelujah. Then number two thing, alright, to watch out for is, don't be desperate. Don't be desperate. Desperation reduces your ability to discern. Your legitimate desires, if not in check, can draw you away. Look at James chapter one. James chapter one, our verse thirteen. So verse 15 james speaking he said let no one say when he is tempted i am tempted by god for god cannot be tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed then when desire has conceived he gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown brings forth death So your legitimate desires, if you don't put them on the check, and if you don't, you get desperate and that will make you not to be discerning. It will make you not to be discerning and that will expose you to the tricks of the devil. Remember after Jesus had fasted, 40 days and 40 nights, it is normal to be hungry. Then the devil showed up. What was the first temptation? If thou be the Son of God, turn this stone to bread he knew jesus was hungry he knew he needed food and so what it brought as a temptation first was as as regards to his desire to thorn stone to bread so the devil does not mind bringing you uh, an opportunity bringing you the things you truly desire doesn't mind bringing it to you it is to ensnare you So, if you're desperate, you will not be able to discern that this is not of God. This is not of God. So, as believers, we don't get desperate. We pray for our desires and we wait on God. We patiently wait on God such that if something else shows up, even if it appears as what we truly need, what we really want, we are able to discern that this is not of God because we are not desperate. But if you're desperate, if you want it at, by all means, you, your discerning will be low. You won't be able to discern anything. You will just jump at every opportunity. You will jump at anything that comes your way, believing that oh, it is what I pray for. It is what I pray for. You will, and you see, you can't go by every opportunity. Remember, Jesus had the opportunity of becoming king. They wanted to make him king in Israel. I, I was discussing with a friend of recent. I said, If Jesus had taken that opportunity, he would have just become the king of Jews and not the king of kings. Hallelujah. But thank God Jesus knew. He knew that that wasn't of God for him. That wasn't of God. And one of the ways he knew was that he knew God's word concerning him. He knew God's plan concerning him. So for you to be able to work in discernment as a believer, you will need to be rooted and grounded in the word of God. Remember how I started this. We have a devil that transforms himself into an angel of light just to deceive. Jesus says something in John chapter 8 and verse 44. I want to read from New International Version. He says, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. So when people say the devil is a liar, that's the truth. Lie is his native language. Jesus describing him said there is no truth in him. That means it is impossible for him to speak the truth or offer you the truth. He doesn't have the capacity to speak the truth. So even when it appears that he is speaking the truth, Beneath it is a lie to deceive you. What then is the solution? The truth. The antidote to lie is truth. When the devil lies, the end is to deceive and ensnare. However, with a firm grip of the truth, such deceits can easily be neutralized. And this is the reason why a believer needs to be established in the truth of God's word. It will help your discernment you are able to discern what the will of the Lord is part time. Remember Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. It said, Do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The NIV says, Do not conform to the pattern of this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So you need to be established in the truth of God's word to help your discernment. You will be able to test and approve whether it is of God or not. I remember the story I read of a man of God. He was on a sickbed and then he, he had a vision. In that vision, a bean walked into his room, dressed in white robe, shining, seriously shining. And then the the bean spoke out and said, I don't want to heal you. You You're just going to die and you will come to heaven. The, um, The man of God said, he rebuked that bean and said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. This is not of God. And then the bean vanished. The man of God eventually got well, became healthy, perfectly fine. Why was he able to do that? Now, with that kind of experience, you would have thought that is an angel of God or that is God or something. But the man of God knew that that wasn't God. Why? Because God's will is always to heal. There will never be a time God will say, I don't want to heal you. Never. It will never happen that God will say, I don't want to heal you. He is always willing to heal. And so even though he had the vision and he saw one big mighty being shining wearing white. You know, just believe everything in white is an angel or of God. Wearing <laughs> white. He said this one by like the words he said is definitely not of God. And he rebuked it. And so we get better with our discernment as we give ourselves to the word of God. As we give ourselves to the word of God. We're able to test and prove that which is good and of God. We are able to recognize what is really true. We are able to differentiate between falsehood and the truth. Hallelujah. And that's one of the things you're doing by listening to this podcast, by reading your Bible, listening to messages. You are actually developing your discernment or you are building your ability to be able to discern. Praise God. So don't don't, don't be carried away by anything spectacular or supernatural. Check it with the word. Don't be desperate for anything. Pray for your desires, but learn to patiently wait on God. God has recovered. He always does. Hallelujah. So we give ourselves to the Word of God. We give ourselves to prayer. It helps our ability to discern. And then it helps our sensitivity to the things of the Spirit. By God's grace, next episode, I'll be talking on building sensitivity. So it it helps us to build our sensitivity, our discernment. And we are able to work in God's plan and purpose for our lives. Hallelujah. Alright, let's call it a day or a night. <laughs> Today, we are going to pick up from there next week by God's grace. I believe you have been blessed. Thank God for His word and thank God for His spirit. I will encourage you to share this with somebody. Let's spread the word of God. Let's be a blessing to somebody else. It is the word of God and it should definitely be a blessing to them. Let's catch up again next week. Thank you. Cheers.